Wisp Preppers, we are back with episode four. Apologize for being gone for a while on our podcast, but we were running a state helmet tournament. Today, we are so pleased to be joined by the athletic director of Wazika Steuben, home of the Hornets. He is going to explain how he has really branded his school and his athletic programs and his athletes using social media in a small town. Sit back, relax, and let's get started. Welcome to um, another episode today here. We are here with Mitchell Sarnak, who is the athletic director at Wazika Steuben High School. And Mitchell, really great to have you here. Thanks, Brock. I really appreciate you reaching out. It's, uh, yeah, it's not glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So what we're going to do today is uh, Mitchell's um, thankful to join us, and we're going to talk about uh, social media and the social media presence that his school has and how he's able to... Um, reach such a large audience with Wazika Steuben's social media um, as a Division Five school. So Mitchell, first thing I want to do today is, um, obviously you're the athletic director, you're a physical education teacher, is that correct too? Yeah. So exactly. what, um, how did you kind of get involved with being tasked with running the social media account and how has that kind of um, turned into what it is today? Yeah, it's a good question, Brock. Um, Honestly, didn't have a great vision for it when it began. Um, it was two years ago that I started working here, and I just remember being, I had helped uh, on the sidelines with keeping stats at our football games, and it just kind of dawned on me, you know, if I'm going to be at this game and, you know, on the sidelines working, I got a great view. Like, you know, there are probably people that can't be here at this game um, that might want to see just pictures, highlights, uh, stats. You know, obviously you see other professional teams, college teams have really, it's, it's taken off in a lot of ways, you know, social media presences. And I didn't really, again, I, I didn't have like a lot of expectations for it from at the, at the very beginning. Um, it wasn't until maybe a couple weeks, months in that I realized kind of what the platform could do. Um, and it kind of, yeah, like you say, it's, it's, it's kind of taken off from there in a lot of ways, so. Yeah. Um, so tying into that, um, what what part of Wazika Steuben, um, the athletic culture, have you liked the most or have you appreciated the most, whether it be parents, fans, students, and how have you kind of tied the athletic culture into what your vision is for the social media platforms? Uh, yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing right away was just seeing how hard these kids work, like just their work ethic, their dedication. Even when I interviewed to work here and I, I toured the building in the summer, um, there were, there were five or six kids in the gym as I'm walking around and they're all, you know, getting shots up, get cones out. They're working hard in like July and just kind of, it was obvious from the very beginning, you know, there are kids that they're wanting to come in before school to put in work and, and lift weights and get the cones out, get the gun out and, and you know, get shots up. And so I think in a way it was, it was a way too to kind of give back to them and, and 
you know, showcase what they're doing, expose what they're accomplishing on the field, on the, you know, on the court. Um, so that was definitely where it started, just kind of seeing how hard the kids work. Uh, our coaching staff, too, you know, at every at every varsity program specifically, um, they're just such passionate coaches with a lot of drive and uh, dedication, too. And just, you know, and then you got your community that's really supportive of these kids, too. So it's just kind of all-encompassing, you know, what being able to provide uh, exposure for these kids and coaches and the community, just, just a lot of, I guess, yeah, it takes kind of, again, all-encompassing all there, really. Absolutely. Um, what, what have you seen from schools? Obviously social media has kind of taken off the last few years and Twitter, especially we have hashtags that we use for Wisconsin football and basketball and baseball to make it easy to find teams and Twitter accounts and personalities in Wisconsin. So how do, um, how do you interact specifically kind of what's your general idea of, um, interacting with people in your whether it be your conference or around the state or just general fans of Wazika to really push the word out and and get your content out there yeah that's that was a little bit challenging early on um i don't really think that many people at least in this area were used to being on twitter um so just kind of starting with the athletes the student athletes themselves you know and and uh getting them kind of on board they go home, they show their friends, their family, you know, these clips, these highlights, these scores. And then from there you get parents that, you know, that show interest in it. So we, we've, we've promoted it a little bit through our school Facebook page, you know, and, um, and then also like, you know, like I said, just kind of getting the word out through, through the kids and it, you know, looking at like what with sports is doing and now what you guys are doing an awesome job of is just promoting the use of social media in general. And like, it's so fun to look at what other programs are doing, what other schools are doing, seeing like gyms that you guys are showing off on your page, uh, just getting like these sneak peeks at other, at other schools. So being able to be a part of that is it just kind of, yeah, it makes you feel like you're a part of the community. I think in a way it elevates, it elevates your own kind of standards and expectations within your own programs in your school, because you're showcasing yourself a little bit more, you know, you're, you're showing, the rest of the state, you know, and, and anyone that really wants to just check it out, like what you guys are doing. So, of course, your standards are going to be raised a little bit there. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the things that I think we've had a lot of fun with, especially it, it definitely helps your school, especially when you're winning. And, and I know that not every program and school in the state obviously has success, but it's cool to see teams that are doing well and you want to go look up more information and you find them on social media and you see that they're you know, they, they've tweeted more recently than 2015 or something like that and putting out pictures of gyms. And that's that's one of our favorite things. Obviously, we love to to go to gyms and then see all the empty gym picks around playoff basketball time. It was so cool to see different places that we've never been before. There are 400 high schools in the state, so haven't been to everyone yet. We'd love to. Um, what uh, running a social media team is cool. Have you, do you have anything like um, kids get involved with? posting things or grabbing content are you the only one posting or how does it kind of how does it kind of function that's a great question too because it has been and that's something this year so the first year i pretty much did everything and i I did have some help from parents or coaches that would be at events that would send me stats or send me you know scores and pictures and i was able to post them um you know after that event that meet that game which was awesome and then this year 
I've been able to have a few students get more involved. So we had a senior um, girls basketball player, volleyball player, softball player, Raven Krejci. She she really was excited about because I was coaching, helping coach the boys basketball team, and we, you know, wanted to still get to produce content, you know, show scores and mm-hmm. stats. And so she was really excited about the opportunity to to help out taking videos and, and posting live updates. And so that was just a really cool to see her kind of embrace that and, and get excited about that too. And we've, I've had more parents that, you know, if they go to games, they want to make sure that they send me, you know, videos or pictures or stats because they want it to get posted about. And it's, it's just cool to have their help. And um, so Angie Check, I, our, our softball coach, I was shouted her out as our super fan because she would go to these volleyball games that I wouldn't be able to go to and, yeah. and pictures and videos. So it's definitely become more of a collaboration and, and I think that's pretty cool too. And it makes me excited to think about what more we could do with it even next year, you know, because this is the the way that we're trending, you know, is, is we want these students to have these tools, you know, and I mean to be able to go into anything in the future, you know, business, marketing, um, with any experience at all in promoting something like this is, I think, I think it's pretty valuable. So absolutely. How many kids are in your um, building? Are there, is it nine through 12 together or K through 12 or in one building? How does that work? So it's, yeah, it's a K through 12 building. Um, but we, we have about uh, just under a hundred, I think closer to 90 in the high school. So I'm sure that having um, a smaller school, obviously being division five and getting, kind of a kids involved and then they share it with their teammates and their parents know about it. I'm sure it kind of creates camaraderie with kind of a social media team and then kids want to get involved and then it can kind of take off from there. Uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, I mean, I like to think in a way, you know, if they see, yeah, like one of us, like me, uh, myself or like Raven or Angie or, and, you know, some of these other students at the games with their phones up or their cameras up, I don't know. I think that would just make you a little bit more excited. I think as an athlete, student athlete, you know, you'd be like, all right, here we go. Like, you know, I want to, and, and I tried so hard like last year to make sure I was catching uh, Gavin Ralph, you know, he's a really good, really good basketball player. And he, he had dunked about four or five times in our season before I finally caught one of his dunks on tape. And we'd always, we'd always make eye contact, you know, the, the sequence after when the next dead ball, he'd look up at me and, you know, like, did you get it? Did you get it? And I had to hang my head and shake my head. <laughs> So I finally got it. So it's, it's just kind of fun to see, to interact with those kids too. And um, they, they definitely, I think, get excited about it. Cool, for sure. Um, what kind of challenges have you seen maybe from um, being an athletic director and coaching, not being able to get to every game, kind of maybe you've touched on the past or from um, community or just, you know, conference-wise, what kind of challenges have you experienced maybe from purely a social media aspect um, just anything that you've maybe bumps in the road that you've ran into? That's a good question. I think we, we've talked this with some of the coaches about, you know, is Twitter the right platform? Um, should we try to bring this to Facebook to reach more parents? So we, you know, or is, or do we stick with Twitter and say, you know, if we serve it, they will come, you know, make this our platform. And because I, you know, I really, I appreciate what Twitter is. It's, it's just so simple. I think, in its structure and it doesn't get too bogged down the way Facebook can with, with so many stories and long posts. Um, Twitter is just, just a little bit cleaner. And I think getting parents comfortable using a different social media app, you know, like Twitter 
was and continues to be a little bit of a challenge. Uh, but I, again, I guess I kind of come back to that idea of if you serve it, if you make this known that this is where you can come to find this, these highlights, you know, these pictures, um, you know, I think they're willing and, and adaptable and, and, you know, willing to, to meet you there. For sure. And great. I, I think just thinking about channels in general, I think um, the very beginning, I think I was a little bit worried about being like too polished um, or, be, you know, making sure I got these great pictures or the exact right like, footage. And really, I, I think it's almost any, you know, if there's any content and mm-hmm. I get excited, I get so excited. DeSoto, Brandon Erke is their AD up there. And he's a young guy and he's, he's worked at, at kind of getting their social media. They created a Twitter page this last year too. And I get excited anytime he posts and shares what's going on in the gym in DeSoto, you know, another Ridge and Valley conference team. And I would love to see, uh, you know, the entire conference get in on it, you know, and For sure. uh, start posting and sharing. I think there's just, yeah, just so much community there. Um, is there something, is that something that is ever talked about in conference meetings or between coaches or is that kind of just something that everybody does on their own and you collaborate through social media or is that kind of a formal thing that people are kind of looking to do more now? I think that conversation probably will happen, you know, this year and the next year. We, we, at some of the athletic director meetings that I've been at, it's mostly kind of that old school idea. Nothing wrong with it. And then we actually have some really, really good local media outlets that cover our teams really, really well. And it's, it's exciting, especially lacrosse uh, does a nice job of, of sharing some of our, I wish I could think of, think of the name of them to shout them out, but yeah. Um, but so we would get talked to at athletic director meetings about, Hey, make sure you're calling in scores, make sure you are, you know, reaching out to these, you know, your local, news uh, coverages and just kind of thinking about it differently and saying, you know, we can create our own, expose our athletes in our, in our own too. We don't necessarily have to only rely on those uh, media outlets to, to cover us. And they're great when they do it, but it's, again, it's hard being a small school kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, so it, it does kind of allow you to have that say, you know, you can, you can do a lot more maybe than you thought you might be able to a couple of years ago, even. Um, so I'd be remiss if I uh, we did a podcast without talking about things that are going on in the world right now. Um, so just from a social media aspect, how have you, obviously no spring sports, um, winter sports got cut short. How have you been able to still use social media if you have? How are you able to potentially keep kids engaged with social media? What's your kind of game plan now um, been the last two months and kind of going forward for the for the next couple months yeah it's a great question too because we don't want to just kind of sit in this limbo state and miss an opportunity to especially when people are craving content more and kind of now than ever you know mm-hmm. trying to just take it all a day at a time so we we were able to structure and i did talk to again raven Krejci, carter lomas jake richmond a couple of the seniors here and put together a bracket of kind of the top moments that we've had as, as a school in the last couple of years and, yeah. and go through and have, have some interaction there with the, our followers, our community and, and voting on which moment they felt like was the pinnacle from the last two years. Cause we've had a lot of really, really outstanding seasons. Um, some again, the, in the last couple of years. So being able to kind of relive some of those memories in a fresh way, uh, in an interactive way, that was a really good thing. That got us through uh, mid-April, maybe. Yeah. And now, uh, now we're yeah we're at a point here where I could use some 
some innovation, maybe some new ideas. So hopefully, hopefully something comes up here. We can get another idea going and, and, uh, Hopefully, so it's, it's more than just kind of relaying what the WIA decides or what Whitsports has published, you know, most recently. So Right. So before we kind of uh, wrap it up here from an athletic director aspect, I know there are a lot of people kind of want to know how high schools are, are functioning right now from an athletic director's perspective. You know, I, I know that you haven't probably maybe heard a lot of things either. There's obviously a lot of uncertainty, but what are you as an athletic director kind of doing with with coaches, players, how is your school and athletic department really um, getting through this and continuing to make sure that, uh, you know, everything is still running? Yeah, that's, 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 the, that's the really hard part right now, to be honest, because we are balancing really all three seasons at once and nothing is really happening. So, for example, our winter sports, we never had a winter sports banquet. And for us, we, our girls won the region, one conference, one regionals. Um, our boys won conference, one regionals, one section. You know, we're good. We went to a sectional final, and to not have the opportunity to meet and have closure to that season. So we're we're still kind of working through uh, how we're going to have that winter sports banquet. And at the same time, we're talking with spring coaches about what are we going to do in July? Do we want to use this time? Does it make sense to? What are our options here? What's the conference going to do? Asking a lot of questions. And today we, I just met with our volleyball coach to sit down and talk about the fall uh, and the unknowns there and what we can maybe do this summer. So just kind of balancing all three seasons um, and with working with all, every, all your coaches, it's, it's just such, an, such a strange dynamic, such a strange time. Um, but, I, I mean, I think we all agree that, you know, we, we all recognize the value of high school sports. And obviously you guys are so passionate about high school sports too, which, which is um, – you know, been really fun to follow what you guys are doing at West Preps, but uh, yeah, I think we all can agree that we want we want sports back. <laughs> the sooner the better, the more the better. Um, so yeah. having that, I guess, you know, understanding the value of sports and what they do for kids and communities, and uh, keeping that at the forefront, I guess, of our vision uh, is key. Absolutely. Well, before we wrap up this podcast, uh, where can we find uh, Wazika Steuben on any social media platform, especially Twitter, but where can we reach you guys at? Great question. Thanks for asking. Um, Twitter is, is what I would say is the best place to follow us for the most up-to-date kind of athletic information. And our, ta- our Twitter page is at WS underscore Hornets. Uh, for our Wazika Steuben Hornets, mostly – pretty much just varsity scores and stats uh, for all of our teams. So, All right, you heard it here first. Let's let's go give them a follow and appreciate um, not only what they're doing, but what every high school and athletic director and coach is doing across the state. We've obviously been humbled by all of your interactions with us and um, interactions with other coaches and getting to see parts of the state and how, how teams are functioning right now that we would not get to see normally. And we're still um, very thankful and blessed to be able to see high school sports, even though they're not with us right now. And uh, just like just like you, we hope that we can get back in the fall and 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 get back to it. But uh, once again, thank you everybody for joining our uh, our Wispress podcast, and see you next time.